Welcome to the Art of Alchemy podcast with me, Natasha de Grunwald. In this podcast, we will be looking at all of the gifts that life brings you and how a shift in perspective, even if it's just 1%, can create an absolutely different experience of your life. We will be looking at inner leadership and how you can always open up to the river of wisdom and inspiration that life brings. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Art of Alchemy podcast. It's Natasha here. Big warm welcome to you. I hope you're having the most amazing week and that you're doing well and taking good care of yourselves. This episode is all about the missing link with you and your clients. And I was thinking about this um, in preparation for recording this podcast. And just thinking about what happens when your clients enter your space, how important it is that you are in a deep communication and connection with yourself. I've talked about this in many episodes before where it's so important that we are not reacting to the outside world so that the outside world is not causing us to be in reaction. So I'm kind of talking about cause and effect. And this is so important because when your client enters the room, your nervous system is going to be affecting their nervous system and their nervous system is going to be affecting your nervous system. So making sure that you are fully connected and resourced in yourself before you go into the treatment with them is so important. So I did a little bit of an experiment a while ago when I was holding a breathwork session. Uh, Before we got into the breathwork, I did some kind of connecting exercises for everyone in the group. This was a group of about, I don't know, 30 people or something. And I got everyone to talk to me about how they were feeling in terms of their anxiety levels. And it turns out that everyone in the group was feeling pretty anxious on, on, you know, on, in some, in some way they were anxious. So we went through this whole connecting exercise and what came from that, which was so fascinating was that it was very clear that a lot of the anxiety that people were feeling was like a community anxiety, a collective anxiety. And I did this experiment with them because I wanted them to see that a lot of the time, what we are feeling is actually coming from the outside world. We are picking up on each other's nervous systems all of the time. And so that anxiety that they were feeling wasn't actually all theirs. This was so interesting to me. And it was a really fascinating experiment for them to be involved in because it got them to see how often we are in reaction to what is going on outside of us. And we're not as uh, connected to what is actually happening within us. And so as therapists, this is just so important because we want to make sure that what we're picking up from our clients is theirs, that we are not bringing our own 
dysregulated nervous system into the therapeutic space. So often our clients are arriving in the space in a state of stress. Maybe they've rushed to get there. Maybe they've got a lot going on. They're in pain. Their body is responding to stuff that is happening in their lives. And what I do, and this is something that I teach in the toxic release method, is I get my clients to sit with me for a moment so that we can tune into where we are both at. Now, I will have done some preparation within myself before I'm holding space for or treating clients. So that is something that is very important to do to get ourselves into a regulated state before we are holding space for or treating our clients. However, when the client arrives, just taking that time to really tune into our own bodies, mine and theirs, really helps clients settle into what is going on in their nervous system. And in doing this, it's actually really empowering for the client because it gets them to start really having a deeper awareness of their internal interoception, their internal awareness, their felt sense awareness. And so taking time to get your client to communicate what it is that they are feeling and sensing in their bodies helps bring them into conscious awareness of that which might not have been conscious up until that moment when you've given them that invitation, given them the space for that. This is very, very powerful. It's very empowering. It's very connecting. It actually helps the client and you build rapport. It helps you as a therapist really separate out what is happening in your own body as opposed to what it is that you're picking up from your client. And it helps your client have that deep internal awareness as well. So it's just all round. It's such an important exercise. And so when we get our clients to have the awareness in their nervous system of the signals that are going between the mind and the body and the body and the mind all of the time um, helps them to understand what the sensory input is and where that is landing in their body. And the more that we can facilitate them to be able to use language to describe those sensations and those feelings, it's very, very helpful. It helps guide us as therapists, like how are we going to work with this client? And it helps the client because it helps them have so much more of a deep understanding of their own physiology, their own nervous system. And that will help them when they are not in your treatment room, when they are out in the world to have that deeper connection to themselves. And so having this kind of language, having this space held where your client is becoming more and more aware of the language of their body 
the sensation in their body helps to regulate the nervous system. It helps them to notice when they are in fight or flight, fawning and flopping response to whatever is happening in their lives. And so it really helps build that regulation within, but also build that co-regulation between you as the practitioner and them as the client. So actually what is happening is it's building this incredible sense of safety in your treatment space, in the space that you are holding for your client to come to for their own healing work. Now, for you as a therapist or practitioner or movement educator, your own nervous system regulation is absolutely vital. You actually can't really help people in a deep, profound and lasting, transformative way if you are are showing up for the session in a dysregulated state. Because as I've just described to you, we are picking up on signals from each other all of this, all of the time. Like my nervous system is picking up on your nervous system all of the time. And your client's nervous system is picking up on your nervous system. So if you are not in a regulated state, which basically comes from doing the inner work, knowing yourself at a deep core level, moving through your own blocks, your own patterns, your own beliefs, your own stories, your own experiences coming from when you were born all the way up to the present day. If you haven't done that work, you are not going to be in a fully regulated state. Now, of course, we are always evolving. We're always learning. We're always deepening into what we know about ourselves. So I'm not saying you have to have it all completely nailed to be an incredible practitioner, but you do need to be doing that work. It is vital that you are regulating your nervous system if you are working in a therapeutic environment with someone because of the fact they're going to be picking up on your nervous system, and then it gets all entangled and messy, and it's not helpful. And it's actually a big problem that I see happening a lot in the wellness industry is that people are not doing, therapists and practitioners are not doing the inner work. So they are not having that real deep knowing about their nervous systems, their journeys, their pains, their uh, traumas, All of that is going to have a big effect on how regulated your nervous system is and how well you are showing up for your clients and the level of um, treatment efficacy that you can bring into your work. It only is ever going to be possible when you've started doing that work yourself. So, for example, when your nervous system is not regulated as a practitioner, you are going to find that you get um, distracted easily, that you are not able to fully focus on your client. You're not able to be uh, separating out your own sensory awareness to theirs. So you are being affected by their nervous system. So let's say that they get very emotional. You will find that your emotions are also being 
taken off balance because of their emotions. That's not you in a regulated state. Okay. And this is something that we've all done it. Our client is describing something to the, to us that is very, very painful, very traumatic. Um, you know, they're, they're talking about an experience that they've had. Perhaps they're crying. Perhaps they're shaking. Perhaps they're, they're angry. And you start to feel their feelings. Now, that is, it's natural because we are picking up on each other's nervous systems and we're like really connected in more ways than I think we even know yet. But if your nervous system is not regulated, you're not able to maintain your own alignment. You are going to be affected by them. So you're no longer the cause of your own nervous system. You, The cause of your nervous system is them. That's not healthy. And what will happen then if you are seeing your client and you are being triggered by your client, your nervous system is then going to be affecting their nervous system. So then we're in like a spiral of dysregulated treatment. It's like a negative cycle. So as a practitioner, as a facilitator, as someone who is working in this profession, your nervous system regulation, you doing the inner work is so much more important than you might ever have realized up until this point. You've potentially been on your own journey of healing, and that might even be why you are in this space doing this work. I know for most of us, that is the truth. I know for me, that is the truth. I know that my own childhood traumas, my own traumas as a teenager, physical abuse, sexual abuse, all of that stuff is why I wanted to become a practitioner. It It wasn't a conscious decision, but I know that now. So the amount of work I've had to do on all of that within myself to be able to hold a regulated space for my clients has been something that I've been doing for three decades. And obviously I've got better and better and better at it to the point that now I'm able to actually talk to you about it. I didn't even realize this was a thing for many, many years So it's okay for you to be on that journey, even starting out on that journey. But if you want to be an incredible practitioner or facilitator, you have to have done this inner work yourself. I cannot, I just cannot express to you how important this is and that you will need someone in your life to be going through that with you maybe someone who's further along the path than you this is why we have teachers and we have mentors and we have coaches and why making sure you are supported as you go through this journey yourself this transition this transformation yourself is so important like There's only so much we can do on our own. We actually really need each other and we need each other to be able to feed things back. We need each other to be able to reflect things. We need each other to be able to learn from each other. So this is not something that I'm going to suggest you go and do on your own. Other signs to look out for when you're not in like a regulated state, you're not going to be able to hold eye contact with someone. Okay, Um, 
that is something to look out for. And actually, it's really helpful because sometimes when our clients come to us and they can't look us in the eye, we know that is telling us something about their state of mind, their state of being. And so being able to look at people's body language, being able to be aware of our own body language, the tone of voice we're using, the tone of voice that your client is showing up with, the spatial awareness that you have around your clients and the spatial awareness that they have around you, this is all part of um, signs, warning signs, perhaps, or even welcoming signs um, that we can look out for and that we can be very specific about when we're holding space or working with clients. Like, how welcoming are we being with our body language? How are we welcoming people into our space? How much are we engaging, smiling, being open? You know, the way that we use our body, the way we use our voice, the way we are listening, the way that we're using the antenna of our bodies to pick up sensory input is hugely important when you're working with clients. And I'll say it again, you're not going to be able to do that if you are not in a regulated state. If you have your own stresses going on, you know, it's so important that you are looking at those things. It's so important that you are working on those things and that you're not bringing it into the, the space. And if you find like I'll take myself in, as an example. I've recently, as many of you who've listened to other episodes before, have heard that I'm actually grieving the loss of my beautiful sister-in-law at the moment. So when I am with a client, if they are talking to me about the loss of their mom or something, this might be activating my nervous system. So knowing what my felt sense is like, knowing like being present with what is what I'm feeling in my body and sensations in my body is going to be so helpful. And if I find that I'm suddenly they are talking to me about their grief and I'm suddenly feeling a lot of my own grief, it could be really powerful for me to just um, get them to take a breath with me for a moment and say to them, I'm feeling my own nervous system is dysregulated. So can we just take a breath together so that I can regulate my nervous system? In doing that, what I'm actually doing, if you think that they are picking up cues and clues from you all the time, they might not be aware that they are, but they are. In doing that, it's like having so much integrity because I am telling them that for a moment my nervous system is dysregulated or I am feeling something. I have sensation or feeling in my body. By voicing that to them, it's not like I'm taking over the session. I'm just working with so much integrity and it allows them to experience that perhaps they were picking up that, you know, there was this unspoken communication going on between our nervous systems that they might or might not have had awareness of. But in you being able to voice that, it empowers them because it helps them to 
think, oh yeah, I did pick that up a minute ago. I did feel like there was a shift in energy between us. And so they are then also learning in the session with you what is happening with their nervous system when they are picking up things that are outside of them coming in. So it's very, very important work to work in this way. And I love teaching people how to work at this level. This is next level practitioner stuff as far as I'm concerned. And it is something, as I've said to you already, that I'm teaching on the toxic release method. So what kind of state you are in when you are with your clients has a huge impact on your client and the state that your client comes to you in has a big impact on you. Your nervous systems are in constant communication with each other and are like um, like an antenna, like a detective system, picking up so many things that are not spoken about through so many different cues, whether that's through all, any of our senses, and we have more senses than five senses as well. Now, in traditional practices, like when I've been teaching Thai massage and Thai medicine, we have a spiritual daily practice in where it's like mantras that are being used to ask for protection and guidance and to call on teachers and to give thanks to you know our parents or the buddha or um you know to call on the community and all of those kind of things and that is really helpful because i think just taking that time to um to really like get centered is really important um so that is helpful it's also very interesting that for the majority of the students i've taught that is the one aspect that they are least able to connect to or dedicate themselves to as a practice their own self-care but i also really understand that because this is like, um, you know, using words, using mantra, using prayer is really, really helpful, but it's not really getting us connected to our internal awareness, our felt sense, our feelings, our senses, and what is going on inside of us. So again, it's a bit like, it's like we're giving ourselves some kind of input and it is helpful to a degree, but we still can't avoid needing to do that inner work ourselves um, to be able to make sure that our nervous systems are regulated and make sure that we are taking radical responsibility for what is ours. And we're not putting that onto someone else, whether we know it or not. Because a lot of a lot of this is not conscious. It's not something that we can bring into our conscious awareness. This is all going on in the in the subconscious, in the nervous system. Um, and so it's not it's not a physical thing. 
So I really hope this episode has given you a lot to think about and a lot to check in with yourself about. And I would absolutely love for you to come and tell me how this episode has landed. You know where to find me, Natasha.degrunvold on Instagram. And the link to the toxic release method is in the show notes. If you want to take your practice to the next level, if you want to be like understanding how to bring this into your practice so that you are working with clients just you know, in in such a bigger capacity than you might have been up until now, then please come and reach out to me or click the link in the show notes. And um, yeah, I'm really, really excited to potentially have you on board for the training, which is just a beautiful thing that I am creating. And I'm so excited about it. And I'm loving what is happening in the Toxic Release Method community right now. So that's it from me. I hope you have the most beautiful week. I am sending you a great big hug as always. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.